Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome into another episode of The Rants. This is with a heavy heart that I give this episode as we have no sports. There's nothing for sports types like myself who have a podcast or do sports media, whatever. There's nothing we can do about it. We have no sports. There's nothing... I can give you new information. The only like glimmer of hope is that they don't cancel the NFL free agency, which you think they could just do most of that over the phone. I know there's been some moves, people tagging people. Obviously, that doesn't require anybody being face-to-face or touching anybody because of all this coronavirus stuff. And granted, I'm not going to get into all the hot and heavy debates about what's happening I know everybody has their own personal beliefs. I will say we might look back on this and say, wow, that was a crazy overreaction. But at this point, this was what what was always going to happen. If a NBA player, NHL player, golf player, any player, the NCAA player contracted this virus, they were going to shut everything down and then the domino effect would then follow suit, and every sport actively going on would just fizzle out and die. And hopefully everything comes back within the next couple weeks, right? I mean, I'm really bummed because I don't talk about it a lot on the show because I'm not an expert in hockey, but I like watching my team, the Pittsburgh Penguins, play. And I had just bought the uh, NHL subscription to their, um, I, I don't even know what it's called, Some, something ice, I don't know, but it, it, Center Ice, Center Ice, that's what it's called. NHL Center Ice, I just bought that, it's 25 bucks a month, but I get to watch every single game there is, even when I'm blacked out. Um, yeah, just bought that like a month ago, and, and now that looks like uh, I'm not getting that money back. But uh, this is a killer, it, it is honestly a killer. And what it pains me is you'll see I've seen lots of tweets on Twitter. Obviously, Twitter is accessible. I continue to use that as my source of inspiration. Yet I don't know why I do that because it is accessible. But at any rate, there are people who work in sports media who are out there telling people that sports isn't that big of a deal and that, you know, the show goes on. Keep moving on with your lives. There's more important things. People's health's at stake. Yada, yada, yada. But those same people that are out there saying that nonsense don't understand how important sports is. Sports is a business, okay? All sports is a business. People rely on sports to make money. Whether you're an athlete who makes millions or you're the guy who sells popcorn in the stands, those jobs have now dried up and ceased to exist. And we have seen, like, the Cavs organization has come out and said they're going to pay all of their stadium employees while they're shut down, right? Mark Cuban said he's going to pay the Dallas Mavericks uh, stadium personnel while this is whole being shut down. We're seeing great things happen because of this. But at the same coin, there are places and people who are going to lose their job, who aren't going to get paid, who are going to be in dire straits because sports employs a bunch of people. 
So for these people in the media, in sports media, mind you, saying that sports isn't that important, they are idiots and they have no idea the the huge impact and that sports is a multi-billion dollar industry. So when it is collapsed, there are going to be blowback and there's going to be ramifications for all of that. So my thoughts and prayers are with all those people who sell popcorn, who sell churros, who sell you guys slushies, who, you know, tosses you a beer. Those people are going to be hurting. And we need as a society to help those people out in this time, whether it's to donate to places that give them food, give them money on the side, whatever it may be, people's jobs and livelihoods are directly impacted by sports, and it's not cool when they shut down. Granted, this whole situation isn't cool. The whole coronavirus situation is not cool, obviously. There is a lot of fear. People fear the unknown. We don't know a lot about this virus. We don't know how it's how fast it's able to spread, how it affects different people. We know that obviously it affects older people or people with pre-existing conditions. So my advice to everyone is this. If you are feeling sick, it doesn't matter. You, you're just, you don't feel good. You're not 100%. Don't go anywhere. Stay in your house. Watch Netflix. Do whatever you want. But if you're just not feeling good, say you have like a cough, a cold, the sniffles, okay, just stay home. It's not that hard. Okay? But what you're going to do, and this is what I don't want people to do, is I don't want people to run to the hospital with every ank and ailment they think they have. That's not what the hospital's for. The hospital is for people in dire need of care. People like the elderly. People with pre-existing conditions that might have contracted this virus. And if you, Joe Schmo, who has a sniffles and thinks he has coronavirus, is going to go down to the, the emergency room, that's going to create a giant line and, and it's going to make everything run way less smoothly. The smartest thing to do is just to self-quarantine yourself. If you're not sure, if you're not feeling good, if you fall into the age range which probably listens to my to my you know voice, which probably means you're like about my age, maybe a little younger, maybe up to your 40s, okay? Don't go to the hospital unless you have a pre-existing condition and you think, okay, I'm dying. Okay, that's when you go to the hospital. Like, I am so sick, I'm going to die. Or I am so sick, I can't keep any water or fluids down or any of that shit. I'm not a doctor, but that's like pretty much what I want people to do. Is I want people to be able to take care of themselves before they burden their se themselves onto the hospital, which then kicks everybody who actually needs care behind the eight ball. So don't rush to the hospital to get tested. Just stay home. Just stay home, drink lots of water. You know, take your over-the-counter cold meds. Okay, here's some, some news for everyone. Okay, South Korea has had this virus, just like us. In fact, they've had 8,000, over 8,000 cases already. But 99.3% of everyone who's had this virus, the same virus, coronavirus, in South Korea, regardless of age, sex, whatever, 99.3% of everybody who's contracted the virus has survived, made it through. They're fine. 
South Korea's figured out how to mitigate the virus and let it run its course. We need to do the same. We need to learn from South Korea. We also need to study those statistics and know that this virus is very much able to run its course. I get it. What I'm not telling you to go out and lick doorknobs. That's not what I'm telling you to do. I'm telling you to just be safe. You know, wash your freaking hands, you filthy people. Take a shower. You know, use hand sanitizer. You know, when you go to the sh- when you go to the grocery store, like wipe off the grocery store carts with those wipe things. You know, do the things that you should do normally to make yourself not get sick. And if you do get sick, don't go to work and don't burden other people until you absolutely have to burden other people. Does that make sense to everyone? I hope that makes sense to everyone because that's what I'm doing. I'm not changing my life routine other than the fact that I don't get to watch sports. That's the biggest part of my routine now that is ruined, but I still shower regularly, wash my hands. You know, when I go out into public places, I make sure I don't touch anything that I don't want to touch. I make sure not to touch my face a lot or try not to. At work, I wipe down my work desk surface with those little Lysol wipes. Okay, those are things that you should just do on a regular basis. So please, let's continue to do those things. And I guarantee you, 100% guarantee you, everything will be PG keen. We'll all be fine. Everyone will be fine, okay? Some people will die, yes, but that's just what's going to have to happen. People will die. People die every day. I get it. And it might sound insensitive for me to say that, but the majority of people who are dying, and it doesn't make it right, wrong, or indifferent, are elderly people with pre-existing conditions. So if you're elderly and you listen to this program, make sure you take the proper precautions and you stay away from people who you think would be out and about contracting the disease. If you think you have a pre-existing condition that could make you get the virus and then kill you by getting the virus, then you need to take responsibility and stay away from all of those things. And the people that that don't have any of those need to be smart and make sure we don't spread to those people who could be affected by the virus. But overall, what we've been seeing is children under 10 years old, they're not getting it. Not a child in... The world, under 10, has died from the coronavirus. So kids are pretty much relatively safe. And I think if you would reverse what's happening and you would say, hey, elderly people are fine, but children are dying, there would be mass hysteria and panic. And the reason there there is those two different sides of the coin is obviously how life is valued, right? When you're young, your life is more valuable. You have a lot longer to live. When you're older, you've lived your life. It's a shame that people die, but people die all the time, okay? 40,000 people a year die in car accidents. We're okay with that number existing. But for some reason, when 40 people in America, 41 people, okay, as of today, 41 people have died from coronavirus, it scares people because we're afraid of the unknown. We understand cars. People use cars every day to get to work. People use cars every day to go on vacation. People use cars every day to go about their daily lives. But when you're afraid of something you don't understand, which is this virus, we need to be smart. And we need to not instill riots. We just need to be smart about how we treat our bodies and making sure that everyone that we come in contact with, you know, doesn't touch you in your face, like, you know, like slobber all over you, like that kind of stuff, like normal stuff you wouldn't want people to do to you anyway. That's pretty much what I'm getting at here. I want people to understand that this is a serious thing, but it's not that serious. But the main impact is 
me, sports. I can't talk to you guys about anything right now because there's nothing to talk about. So I got to get creative. We have to talk about things, you know, whatever we can till we get through it. You know, this might become a show where I talk to you guys about, I don't know, shows I'm watching on Netflix or shows I'm watching on uh, whatever streaming service you want. You guys can reach out to me and maybe come up with ideas of what you want me to talk about in the meantime. But we're going to survive this until for NFL free agency starts next week. And then I can hopefully get something to talk about with NFL free agency. And then we can go forward and uh, from there try to just, you know, come up with more ideas in the meantime. But what we do know is this every single sports like entity right now has canceled. The big ones are the NBA has pretty much postponed their season for 30 days. And what I've read today on Twitter could potentially be the rest of the season. The NHL has postponed their season. They're not even sure when they're going to start back up again. The NCAA tournament, obviously that's the biggest one. Everyone was most jazzed about the tournament. And you know who's really pissed about it? Vegas. The tournament is probably one of the most gambled on events in sports. And now Vegas is without one of their biggest money makers. And they have canceled the tournament. They're any, I don't even think they have any plans to restart it up. And, like No one's going to be able to watch it uh, this year. Uh, they've, I think they've canceled the entire thing, which is a shame. And, and that is a sports conversation we can have, a to- have talks about, is what are you going to do with all the seniors that waited till their last tournament that they're ever going to have in their collegiate careers, and now it's been canceled? Will the NCAA allow for these kids, these seniors in college, to return for a redshirt year to play one more season of basketball? And I know there's the peers that are like, yeah, well, that'll affect all the scholarships they're able to give out. Yeah, just make an exception. I mean, just make an exception for these kids because that's this is a, this is a shitty circumstance. There's, there's no other way to describe it. It is just a shitty circumstance. Like, what else are you going to do? These these kids have waited their whole lives to get to this point. If they wanted to play basketball in college, this tournament, when they were little, they watched the tournament saying, one day I'm going to play in this tournament. And for some of them, now they're not able to play in this tournament, possibly ever again. So I think the NCAA should make an exception and allow those kids to come back one more year and play, especially on teams like Dayton and San Diego State. I know I don't talk about basketball much in this because obviously it's mostly an NFL show, but Dayton and San Diego State are two small program schools that were seen to be these like Cinderella stories that were going to go up against your blue chip programs like your Dukes, your Kentuckys, your Kansas State, all those respected basketball programs. These two teams were seen to be contenders and possibly could have won the tournament. Now, they might not even get a chance to get back to the tournament next year because if they don't bring back the same team they had last year, obviously, who knows? I mean, Dayton went on, I think it was like a 23-win streak at the end. If I I could be wrong. I, I thought I knew it was in the 20s. I don't know how how big of a win streak it was. Honestly, I... I don't really watch much college basketball until until the tourney, to be quite frank with everyone here. But 
I had read news about Dayton lighting it up, and it is a shame because they're a school who doesn't always get the opportunity to be in the tournament based on recruiting, and and they can gain so much from being in the limelight, from being in the spotlight for active recruiting and just getting kids to commit to Dayton just for academics just because they saw the school on television and it looked like a fun place to be at. So again, these, this is major ramifications when, and when people talk and it really made me mad when I read it on, I read that yesterday all through Twitter, people saying that canceling sports, isn't a big deal that human health matters more. There were people writing columns. There were people who write sports media who are sports journalists writing columns about why this isn't, a big deal that sports got canceled. This is a major deal. It's a huge deal. And I'm not saying it selfishly as a sports fan or a guy who has, you know, a nonchalant podcast with like 20 listeners. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about people's jobs rely on sports. Okay, if this guy's a sports journalist and that's his job, he technically relies on sports to get paid. So for him to write an article basically bashing everything he does for a living is stupid and malpractice, and he's an idiot. Why would you go out on a limb and say, well, I I cover sports for a living and write it for the local paper, but it's not that big of a deal that now there's nothing for me to write about. Yeah, that is kind of a big deal, right? Your job will now suffer. Everyone's in, in sports media's jobs will now have to you know, suffer a little bit. We'll have to come up with new topics to talk about. People who work at stadiums, who work for teams, who work for organizations will no longer be paid because the money's no longer coming in. These have major ramifications. So to say sports doesn't matter is stupid and crazy. It's stupid and crazy talk. It's dumb and it's dangerous. There's a lot of people whose parents work at concession stands at stadiums or who work as ushers or who work selling popcorn or beer or whatever, and that they're living paycheck to paycheck off of that, and now they're not going to have a job. Yeah, it's a serious it's a serious business. This is a this is a, sports is a multi million dollar corporation. It's a business. It'd be like if if Walmart shut down, right? People's jobs are on the line here, and for and for people to write about that it's not a big deal is stupid and dangerous. It is a big deal. It's a very big deal. And sports matters. Sports is escapism. Sports is what allows us to turn down the volume on everything else that's going on in the world and pay attention to something that is just on a screen for a few hours and lets us just melt away all the cares and all the worries of whatever our lives have around us. And we can focus on just what we're watching on the field, on the court, on the ice, whatever it may be, just for a bit. Sports matters a whole awful lot. And to not have it is huge. To not have sports for even two weeks. I mean, we're going on two days. I'm talking about weeks. I might lose my mind. I don't know what I'm going to do. It, it, it's a major part of my life, and I know it's a major part of a lot of people's lives. Hell, if you're listening to this podcast, there's a reason you listen to it, because sports matters to you. So obviously, it's a big deal. So to say it isn't is dumb. It's stupid talk. It makes no sense at all. And especially coming from the people who report on sports makes even less sense. 
I get it. It's a public health crisis. I understand. There's serious ramifications. People's lives are on the line and in jeopardy. Completely and totally understand that. But to tell, but to say I can't say that sports matters and be on the side of, of agreeing that the virus is a serious thing is, is crazy and ludicrous talk. I can say sports matters and I can care about people's lives. There's, you don't have to pick one or the other. They're not, they're not pinned up against each other. They're not opposites. We're on the same team here. I'm just mad that I can't watch sports. I'm also mad that this virus is killing people. Yeah, it sucks. It really does suck. And I, and I, and it's and it's you know, it's what we have to deal with now. It's what we have to go moving forward with to talk about, you know, for the rest of our lives. This will be rem- this will be a remembered period in our lives. We will always remember March of 2020 as the month where sports was canceled. This is what's happening. Golf is canceled. All these sports, sports where you don't think they would be canceled because of something like this are canceled. And I get it. We might look back and say this was a complete and total overreaction. I complete and, and completely understand that. But I get it. You have to overreact. Okay, I, I compare this a lot to like back home. Right? You guys know I grew up in Pittsburgh. Back home, the weatherman used to get on the channel and he used to go, hey, tomorrow it's going to snow one foot. You know, 13 inches. It's coming. Big snowstorm. And everyone would go, oh my God. And they'd run to Giant Eagle and they'd buy all the bread, all the milk, all the toilet paper, everything. Like they were going to be sheltered in their house for seven days. Then you'd go to bed. You'd wake up the next morning and there'd be like three inches of snow on the ground. And the weather guy would get on there and be like, oh, well, good thing we didn't get that 13 inches, huh? And then your life would carry on. This would repeat probably about five different times during that, during that winter. Okay, I get it. The media tries to hype it up worse than it actually is sometimes. And the overreaction can be a little bit crazy and it can cause more people to panic, right? The overreaction to snow in Pittsburgh causes people to go buy more shit at Giant Eagle. Yes. So the overreaction to this virus causes people to be more aware and sometimes, you know, go to the grocery store and buy a bunch of toilet paper for no reason and a whole bunch of other crazy shit. I get it. But at the same time, it also prepares you and also tries to make you be prepared for something you might not be prepared for. So it's good and bad. We should practice better personal hygiene, right? So them telling us on television, hey, wash your hands, right? Something that you've been taught since you were three years old, but you know, re- being reassured from all the major news medias is probably a good thing. Is it a good thing that everyone's running to the store and buying all the toilet paper? No, okay? I don't understand that. It doesn't make sense to me. If you want to do it, I'm not questioning why you're doing it. I'm just saying it doesn't make sense to me. The water is not going to get shut off. If I run out of toilet paper and I can't buy any in the store because all you crazy people used and bought all of it, I'll just jump in the shower and wash my ass off because water is not going to stop flowing from my faucet. Okay? This isn't a zombie apocalypse. The virus is not in the water supply. It is in people. Viruses need a host to exist. This is basic, you know, fundamental middle school science that I'm laying on you. So it doesn't exist in water. I can hop in my shower right now and wash my ass. It's 100% going to work for the rest of eternity as long as I live in the great country that is America, where water pours out of my taps at will. Yes, that's not going to change. I don't need toilet paper right now. Now, the smart thing to do might be, hey, if I get sick, 
and I need to self-quarantine myself, maybe I should go buy some canned goods, you know, to stock up on in my house. You know, that's a smart idea. But having an endless supply of toilet paper, I don't know. Or running through Costco like a chicken with your head cut off to get said toilet paper is also a dangerous and stupid idea. These are things that sometimes people don't understand. And the crazy thing is in America, right, the most, the most dangerous thing in America is mob mentality. It is sheep who just listen to the call of media, wherever you're hearing it from, or just, just group think. You're just, you're, just, you're just marching to the beat of what everybody else tells you to. What I encourage you to do is to just do your own research on what you think is the smart thing to do during this time. Don't listen to everybody else around you, okay? Pe people are crazy. A person is a rational being with understanding. Okay, you need to understand as an individual what's logical, what's smart for me to do. Does it make sense for me to wash my hands? If I'm sick, should I stay at home? Those are things logical people can ration out on their own. Do your own research. How's the virus going to affect you and your family? Does someone in your family have cancer? Do you need to maybe not go over to their house because you could potentially be the carrier that you give the virus to that person and it could kill them? Those are obviously big things to think about, and you need to be rational. And maybe, you know, maybe if you have that scenario, you're a little bit more heightened, right? Your response is heightened more than the average person. But if you're a 20 something year old person, you live by yourself, there's not really any, you know, you're not really in contact with anybody else. Maybe you live out of town, such as me. You live far away from where your family lives. You're going to be just fine. If you get sick, don't go to work. That's, that's pretty much all I'm telling you to do. There's no, reason to be scared. The only thing that you are scared of is the unknown. And I get it. It's fear of not knowing what this thing is about. But if you just keep a level head, everyone will be perfectly fine. I promise you. And we'll wait it out. And eventually we'll get sports back and the world, everything will be fine in the world again. But if you took nothing from this entire 30 minute rant of me talking, it would be just to be an individual, just to think. Don't get caught up in all the politics and all the nonsense and all the people you see running through your local grocery store because those people, as, as a group, are crazy. Individuals can make their own rational. Maybe, maybe one of them has to be heightened. Maybe one of them, someone in the house has cancer. Maybe one of them, someone in the house has an immune disorder. Those people maybe need to be heightened, but maybe you don't. So you need to take a look at yourself and realize, hey, I need to be extra careful, or you know what? I'm going to do my own thing, wash my hands, and make sure I don't touch people. Th th those are the responses. But everyone needs to know how they can affect everybody else, and only you know the answer to that. Only you personally know how you getting a virus or contracting the virus or spreading the virus would affect you and other people around you. So again, the moral of the story here is if you are getting any type of sick, you just stay home. Watch Netflix, and we'll have great conversation. I've started a few shows on Netflix. We'll get into that conversation once we run out of things to talk about in the great world of sports, which is slowly coming to a crawl here. So I will continue to talk about whatever you guys want to talk about. Again, you can follow me on on the Twitter, the Rant Eli, at the Rant Eli. You can email me, therantEli at gmail.com. And you can follow me on Instagram 
at the rant with Eli. Please let me know. What do you guys want to hear? What do you guys want to talk about? I'll be happy. If you guys want some more information on this whole coronavirus stuff or, hey, where'd you get your statistics on the South Korea stuff? Let me know. I will tell you where I'm getting all my information from. They're all valid sources. Everything I read is from documented websites, you know, dot orgs, where you can actually like see the statistical data, where it's coming from, all of that stuff. So if you need that information, you want to know how you could be more educated on all of that stuff, I'll be happy to send you guys the links. If not, just be smart out there, right? Be smart and stay healthy. That's your guys' job while we don't have any sports. But we will continue to talk about whatever we can moving into the future. So thanks a lot for listening, guys. I appreciate everyone who's following the podcast. Remember to share the podcast with friends, families, cousins, dogs, uncles, aunts, whoever. Remember to let other people know, hey, you know, be safe out there. Let people know if there's someone in your town, in your area, around you, who might be hurting financially through this whole thing, you should guys should reach out. Give what you can. I'm not saying you go buy them food every day, but you should help everyone you can get through this time because it is going to be a trying time for others. And that It might not be that for you, but it will be for a lot of people. So stay safe out there, everybody, and we will see you when I see you.